The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Did you know that relaxation is all in your mind? That's right. By applying various techniques of mindfulness, you can practice relaxation anywhere and anytime, whether it's at home, work, or at play. Welcome to Come Back to Your Senses Radio with host Leah Brenda Smith. Our program is all about recovering your common sense. Now, here's health and wellness specialist Leah Brenda Smith. Hello, you are listening to Come Back to Your Senses Radio on Voice America Variety. I am your host, Leah Brenda Smith, and so pleased to bring you a show today on tips for a stress-free holiday. If you're looking for me on the net, you can find me at leahbrendasmith.com and on Facebook at Come Back to Your Senses Radio or leahbrendasmith.com. And just before we start, I'd like to say hello to the folks out at Project Freedom Radio Network. So today, today, tips for a stress-free holiday. Is that really possible? I'm going to just begin today with a quote from Burton Hillis. He says, the best of all gifts around any Christmas tree, the presence of a happy family all wrapped up in each other. So just as we're starting off, we want to remember that that's really what the Holiday season is all about. It's like a family and friends being all wrapped up in one another. I love that. You know, for some people, clearly, clearly, the holiday season, it's a magical time. It's filled with wonder and delight. And for others, well, it's a time filled with obligations, rushing about, and stressing over being ready on time. And, of course, then there's everything in between. Perhaps it really is a good time to look honestly, really to ask, ask yourself, ask yourself, what are the holiday events and traditions that you keep doing out of obligation or guilt or feeling pressured? And what really brings you joy? What fills you with that good old fashioned holiday spirit? It's a good time to take pause for your own cause and determine if you can do something a little different and perhaps change your approach altogether so that the holiday season can truly be merry and bright for you and not a time of stress and obligation for you. Well, the best place maybe to start with considering ways to make this year a holiday that you will remember for years to come is to fashion the holiday around the values that truly give you the feeling of comfort and joy. You know that comfort and joy when sharing between people that generally love and respect and enjoy each other's company. So I encourage you, I encourage you to take a stand this year. Plant yourself firmly in the true spirit of sharing and open-heartedness and 
just let the rest of it go. Now we all know that the commercialism of the holidays is just that. It's a heightened time for businesses and sales and enticing consumers to buy things that they don't need and perhaps can't really afford. After all, folks get caught up in the frazzle-dazzle of the gift-giving tradition and sometimes overextend themselves financially. Then in the aftermath of the season, they're paying for Christmas when spring is in the air. But at some point in life, you know, we've all likely begrudgingly gone to a gathering that we didn't want to attend, or purchased a gift that meant nothing to you or to the person that you gave it to and cheerlessly shared in a festive meal. But life doesn't have to be this way. Life definitely doesn't have to be this way. So I want to explore some ideas for bringing the light and the delight back into the holiday season and allow yourself to really create the events and the experiences that match the spirit of the holidays, that match what's true inside of you and what you would like to experience in this holiday of giving and comfort and joy and merriment. I'm going to check in with freelance journalist Natasha Burton, and she offers some suggestions that can help take the pressure off of the holiday season. You know, we all know that the holiday season is known as a most the most wonderful time of the year. It's also notoriously stressful. You know, for every turkey, there's a to-do list. And with festive, during this time, you hear, you know, there's there's these reminders that there's only, you know, so many days left till everything's done and you need to hustle and bustle and to help manage your winter worries. We tuned in with Debbie Mandel, author of addicted to stress, to share her advice for handling some of the most common sources of holiday strain. Now, I appreciate that everybody's got different stresses during the holiday, and some people enjoy some activities more than others. So I'm trying to really gather information from lots of different sources here so that some things are going to fit for some of you and some won't fit so well. But hopefully we'll be able to offer some suggestions that are going to be pertinent to everybody at some level. You know, braving the holiday shopping scene is not for the faint of heart, and Debbie Mandel suggests that shopping online whenever possible can maybe be better for you, and it can take the stress out of those mall trips, because stress management means being prepared like rehearsing before you give a presentation. She's suggesting to do the same with shopping. She encourages you to visualize before the successful completion of your trip, the way that athletes view themselves winning a competition. And then securing this year's it toy, that priority that many parents have, no matter what the budget is, everyone wants their children to be happy when it's time to open gifts. But Mandel notes that it's up to you to set the example. Really, we're setting the example for the children. Set the example of what the holiday spirit is really all about. Find a toy or craft that meshes with your child's interest and opt out of that 
other type of approach of getting the most current, most expensive toy that's there. She suggests that children are going to love spontaneity and simplicity. And if you feel good about the gift and you give it with a happy heart, then your child will receive it with that spirit. Now, whether it's your boss or your neighbor or that person who unexpectedly got you a gift, some people on your list may have stumped you. You just don't know what to do. So if you don't know the recipient well, you could always give a basket of cheer, says Mandel, you know, including wine and crackers, nuts, chocolates, or homemade baked goods. You could even do it like around a theme like the Swiss Alps or the French farmhouse with appropriate foods from that region. And then if you're meeting your partner's family for the first time this holiday season, then just being yourself is often enough. You need to remember that. But the best way to meet these new family members is to know who you are and what you bring to the table of life, says Mandel. She encourages showing your sense of humor and, you know, giving genuine compliments. But if you get frazzled, she suggests maybe you want to take a walk outside. You know, the sunlight can help and listening to some music can help to calm you down so you can kind of regroup and, and then go back in. And then hanging, hanging with your own clan might also bring anxiety. Emotions can run high amongst people who know us best. Really, this is because they know just how to push our buttons. So come prepared with some good answers for those annual criticisms. Mandel suggests, you know, advising to err on the side of humor. Bring your humor with you. She also suggests telling your family in advance that you're also going to be embarking on some solo activities during the holidays and during your visit. And that way, you know, a needed escape is part of the plan and won't seem like a slight to the family. Another good tip. Now, deciding where to spend the holidays is, for some people, not an easy task. Because women tend to feel responsible for everyone's happiness. And this is an overwhelming responsibility leading to sadness and sometimes to fatigue. So she suggests aiming for a compromise, whether it's alternating sides of the family or celebrating on another day or even booking a vacation if that's necessary. Now, whether you're flying or driving, there's always, you know, the inevitable travel hiccups. But being prepared emotionally and physically with realistic expectations will really help you. And it can help you to find the small joys in the journey. You know, be have that eagle eye and look around for things that you can observe and strike up conversations so that you can enjoy where you are in the moment, no matter if there are delays or not. And then when you're hosting a party, Mansell says that the most important thing is for you to enjoy your company. Many women refuse to delegate, and this results in fatigue and irritability, and oftentimes nobody spends time with the hostess. But she suggests that buying a few prepared dishes so you can spend less time bent over the hot stove and more time chatting with your guests maybe would make it more enjoyable for everybody. 
And then there's always those uh, RSVP anxieties. You know, as guilt-inducing as it can be, turning down an invitation to a holiday gathering might be necessary for maintaining your own sanity during the season. Mandel suggests avoiding a lengthy dissertation about what your RSVP is about. You can preface that you would love to attend, but keep it simple, she says. When you go on and on and on embellishing the excuse, then, you know, people become suspicious. And naturally, it's easy to get so wrapped up in everything that you have to do during this time of year that you end up not really getting to enjoy the season, which is really a source of stress itself. So Mandel advises women to become healthy narcissists. She explains that stress is driven by personal perception and urges women to part with their to-do lists when they can. She says, like, great time to find that hidden girl within you who knows how to have fun and not feel guilty about being happy. So those are the suggestions then from this stress-free lady, Deborah Mandel. And here's a quote from Harlan Miller. I wish we could put up some of the Christmas spirit in jars and open a jar of it every month. Imagine that, the Christmas spirit all year round. Now the next area really I want to focus on is how we can maybe create holiday traditions that are friendly for our senior, for our aging population, you know, for our family members or other people in the community even. So here's a little scenario that help, it illustrates the changes that naturally occur as the family ages. You know, every year the family looks forward to mom's famous turkey dinner with all the fixings. You know, she starts her preparations early in the morning and it's not long before delicious smells of green bean casserole or homemade stuffing and roast turkey are just filling the house. But then the last couple of years... The family's noticed that mom is losing her, she's lost her stamina. Making meals wears her out, like it never has before. In previous years, she was exhausted last year for a whole week after the holiday was over. This year, she needed to sit and peel the potatoes while she was sitting down and to mix the stuffing. So these gradual changes are certainly a sad trend that many family caregivers know well. But these stages of aging don't need to steal the joy from older adults and to sideline them from the holidays to come. So here are some popular traditions, really, from a seniors care network and professionals in the field to help people that are aging, be successful, and still be able to enjoy the festivities. So she's suggesting, you know, reconsider the menu. So if mom can no longer handle preparing and cooking the traditional meal on her own, you could make it a group effort so that it's a win-win. Let mom supervise and let the next generation learn the secrets of making those famous family recipes. You could mix it up. You know, the older adults are most usually alert and they're best really earlier in the day. So why not plan a holiday brunch or uh, rather than a later meal? 
or attend a daytime religious service instead of an evening one. And then think simple. You may love seeing the family home all decked out for the season, but hauling boxes of decorations may become impossible for seniors who struggle with mobility and balance issues. So get together with family and friends and decide which holiday decorating traditions to keep and which ones maybe to forego. Be the eyes, their hands, and their feet. Now, when arthritis prevents seniors from writing cards or degeneration damages their eyesight, it makes it difficult to shop for gifts and do other things that are part of the holidays. So you can offer to take on those tasks. If time's short, you can suggest more effective options, such as online shopping and sending e-cards. And then compensate whenever you can. You know, if hearing impairment keeps your dad from enjoying the annual holiday movie, then you could check out the latest sound advancement technologies. If mom's having trouble seeing the deck of playing cards, you could look for large print cards or activities that can help her stay in the game and participate with the family. And then you could always hit the road. You remember, remember as a child those holiday tours that you and your parents loved, a holiday driving tour is an easy way to bring back the memories and joy to an older adult who can no longer decorate. You can just go and enjoy all the lights out in the city or in the countryside or wherever it is you live. And then going on Skype. Distance separates older adults from their loved ones. And this can really heighten people's loneliness and isolation and depression during the holidays. So you could use the latest technology to help an older adult stay connected to loved ones that are far away. And then reliving memorable moments. Seniors with Alzheimer's disease and other dementias will especially appreciate opportunities to tap into old memories. Listening to favorite carols and Ask your loved ones to share his or her most vivid memories, like taking a horse-drawn sleigh ride or a hunting game for a holiday. And then you can make new memories. After all, sometimes things must change. If an older adult can't participate in the holiday or is hospitalized, then you could create a video that shares the highlights of the season. Or arrange to have a group sing carols to your senior or loved one. You know, traditional songs that they would appreciate from their generation. And then get help quickly when you need help. You know, one of the best ways to adapt holiday activities is to ask for help. So enlisting the help of a professional caregiver to help with meal preparation or to provide transportation for your loved one can lighten the load for families and free up, free them up to maximize special holiday time with the seniors that they love. And then we have a quote here from Hamilton Wright, maybe. Blessed is the season which engages the whole world in a conspiracy of love. How beautiful is that? Blessed is the season which engages the whole world in a conspiracy of love. 
So now, if you're wishing for a tantrum-free holiday season, then this is for you. This is not about reducing holiday stress through better self-care, although that's an obviously important factor. But as we all know, adults tantrum too. And fortunately, it's never too late to grow yourself up. You can stay constructive regardless of other people's behaviors. And Dr. Christine Mensneck offers a few keys to tantrum-free living. And the first one is about managing expectations. Managing expectations of others is key to really year-round tantrum-free living. You can start by practicing on your Santa, Santa Land outing. It's reasonable, of course, to wish for cheerful toddlers. And it's reasonable to think that your partner will share in the moment. And it's reasonable to expect chivalry amongst strangers. Now, unless it's clearly time to summon mall security, spare yourself the disappointment, rage, and even negative emotion in between by repeating the following. Repeat this to yourself. My expectations may be reasonable, but apparently they are unrealistic. So whatever reality hands you, don't tantrum. Just adjust your expectations. My expectations may be reasonable, but apparently they are unrealistic. And then behave constructively. When you feel threatened, it's human nature to react destructively. As an example, cranky toddlers threaten your image of a perfect visit to Santa Land. Your missing in action spouse threatens your image of a responsible partner. And all those pushy holiday shoppers threaten your peace of mind. Your first impulse may be to yell, curse, make demands, or even to seek refuge. But it's important. It's important to turn away from destructive impulses. And it can be simple. You need to start by choosing to behave constructively. So if you're one of the many who are tantruming inwardly, though maybe not outwardly, then know this, you're halfway there because you're able to just have the tantrum going on inside and not acting out. You know, and as they say in the 12-step programs, at this time it would be good to fake it till you make it. And then another way to turn away from this destructive impulse would be to don't let conventional thinkers convince you that by not showing negative emotions, you are being inauthentic or doing harm to yourself. To the contrary, you are doing everyone, yourself included, a big favor by keeping your negative emotions to yourself, regardless of how others behave. Don't tantrum. Choose to behave constructively and just be aware of the feelings that you have going on inside. And then you want to inhibit your negative emotions. So, you face reality and chosen to behave constructively, but you still feel like tantruming. So, what can you do? Unfortunately, adult human brains 
are wired to inhibit negative emotions. Now, although first reactions may always be defensive and destructive, are rational second reactions also possible? So whether you call it self-control, delay of gratification, or emotional maturity, utilization of the capacity to inhibit negative emotions requires the following. Conscious decision to be rational, for example, find the humor. Calming of the fight or flight arousal, for example, you could take several deep breaths. And then with all of this for a tantrum-free holiday, you need to just practice, practice, and practice. So those are some great suggestions then to get the tantrum out of the way of yourself by employing some of these strategies. And another quote here from Peg Bracken. Gifts of time and love are surely the basic ingredients of a truly Merry Christmas. And they just give some tips here that come from Lisa Fade with regards to when people have cancer and the holidays and how you can save your energy and have a, more of a stress-free time. Because certainly cancer treatment can leave you exhausted and stressed. And the hustle and the bustle of the holiday season can leave you with very low energy, high stress, and even depression. So let's try these holiday tips if you are in that kind of need. You can enlist help for your holiday decorating. Because certainly putting up a tree can be exhausting, even for someone not going through treatment. But asking family and friends to help is one of the best ways that you can save energy and have a beautifully decorated home for the holidays. If you don't have family nearby, you could ask some of the neighborhood children to give you a hand. And then you could avoid the crowds and the malls by shopping online. That's a great way to buy gifts for your friends or your family. You can do it from the comfort of your own home or even in a hospital bed. Some places have that Wi-Fi internet service. And even if you don't want to do the shopping online, you could do the gift, take go the approach of doing gift cards. They're easy, and it's something that everyone can use. And it's great for people of all ages. Another suggestion is to have a holiday meal catered. You know, most people think it's rarely expensive, but some of the supermarkets pre- will prepare a complete family holiday meal for around $50. And some supermarkets will even deliver the holiday feast for a small fee. It's important to know your limits because the holiday season means holiday parties and get-togethers. So limit yourself as to how many events you'll attend. This may mean prioritizing your social schedule, but it'll be worth it in the end because you'll have energy to enjoy the holiday And it's important you need to recognize when you need rest, especially during the holidays when stress is higher. So learn to recognize when you need to rest and take the time. And try not to delay the respite that you need. Take the rest when you need it. It's also important then to be realistic about your budget. 
know, it's easy to overspend and that can just create more financial stress after the holiday. And that can be really difficult to cope with. So be realistic about your budget and stick to it. And remember, the holidays come only once a year, so you want to take the time to enjoy the holiday. Focus on the current holiday, not previous ones when you could be more active. It's important not to compare or dwell on what you, you know, what you, what you can't do and focus on what you can do. Relax and, if you relax and just go with the flow of your current situation, then you'll be able to enjoy the holiday season with less stress and with more energy. And here's another quote by Norman Vincent Peale. He says, Christmas waves a magic wand over this world, and behold, everything is softer and more beautiful. Softer and more beautiful. How lovely is that? And I think it's a good, a good idea also for those of you that may find Christmas to be a lonely time and the holiday season really to be a lonely time. I think it's definitely worth paying some attention to that. You know, the season's thought of, a, of being a time of joy and love, but for many people it's also a time of loneliness. You know, some people live far away from their family and they miss seeing their loved ones this time of year. Others just dread going to those holiday parties and New Year's Eve celebrations without a partner, and so they just end up staying at home. And it's also common for people to feel emotionally distanced from the people that they're with, thus feeling lonely, even when they're in a room full of people. So for those who feel lonely during the holidays, this time of year can be a time of additional stress. If you're experiencing loneliness that causes you stress during the holiday season, then why don't you try these tips, see if that would be helpful. First and foremost, <clears throat> be good to yourself. Excuse me. <clears throat> now, while this may not be completely erase the feelings of loneliness, taking special care of yourself can help you to feel better and enjoy your solitude more. So whether you take a relaxing bath and give yourself spa treatments or curl up with a good book or enjoy a hobby or learn something new, taking time to do things that will enhance your self-esteem or at least give you a good dose of fun will not only take your focus off of feeling alone, but it can lift your spirits as well. And understanding that you're not alone. You know, although you may feel alone right now, knowing that the holidays are a lonely time for many people may help you to feel less lonely. In a recent poll, over half of the respondents said that they usually feel loneliness over the holidays, and only a small percentage said that they never do at all. Now, many people wish that they could be with family, but can't, and many people long for closer connections with friends, or wish for a supportive romantic relationship and find themselves feeling isolated during the holidays. Now, well, it may be uncomfortable to feel lonely, it's also okay to feel this way. And talking to others who may share your feelings, either talking to them in person or over the internet, can help you feel less alone in your situation. 
So part of why holidays feel lonelier for many people is that our society has high expectations for this time of year. In the absence of a romantic partner or a close family, rarely seems more uncomfortable than during this flurry of expected social activity when we're all supposed to be going to parties and exchanging gifts and enjoying jolly feelings with loved ones. But one way to deal with the feelings of loneliness is to rethink your expectations. Realize that few people's lifestyles truly measure up to the movie standards of perfect living and just shift your focus to all the great things that you do have in your life. Realizing that it's just fine to take a good friend instead of that perfect date to a holiday party or that the outward exchange of love with a difficult family member It still counts as love and has helped many people feel less lonely. It's possible to feel lonely when surrounded by people, but it's harder to feel lonely when you're reaching out to them. So whether you're saying hello to neighbors that you may usually be too rushed to acknowledge or exchanging friendly words with people at the office or picking up the phone and calling an old friend you haven't spoken to in a while, Reaching out to people and strengthening bonds can help you feel more connected and less lonely. Now, there are many far-reaching benefits to gratitude. And one easy antidote to feelings of lack is to cultivate feelings of gratitude for what you already have. It's hard, really, to focus on both at the same time. So if you're feeling a lack of lack of love in your life, make a concentrated effort to focus on the love that you do have from friends and family and neighbors and even pets. You can also focus on things you really value in your life like your work or your hobbies or even your untapped potential. And maintaining a gratitude journal can be a wonderful exercise in cultivating a positive, healthy attitude of gratitude. And also you would have something written, a written record of everything that you value in your life. And then you can read through that sometimes when you're feeling down. And then giving to others, donating your time to a cause you believe in and helping others who are less fortunate than you can fill you with feelings of love and pride, and even connect you with others who share your passion. You'll be part of something larger than yourself, and you'll be immersing yourself in the true spirit of the holiday season. And then examining your feelings. So this approach probably won't make you feel better immediately, but if you feel lonely much of the time, then this may be acute, that some changes are in order for the coming year. You may want to examine what's behind your feelings of loneliness, either on your own or with the help help of a therapist. Now, what do you think? Would you benefit from putting more time into your social life so that you can have stronger relationships? Is there something inside of you that's causing you to keep people at a distance? And if you'd like to deepen your friendships... It can cost a little extra time and energy, but the payoff is having increased support and feelings of being heard and understood. So making time for friends, truly listening when your friends talk, and being there for them 
are all ways that you can build supportive friendships. And another quote from an unknown author this time. It, it says, perhaps the best Yuletide decoration is being wreathed in smiles. How sweet is that? And then we have some stress-free holiday tips to relax and enjoy the festivities for a change. And this is compiled by the experts. The experts from Women's Day magazine. You know, with the gift-giving and the cooking and the decorations and the parties, the holidays can seem more like work than a vacation. So the folks at Women's Day magazine asked the experts, and here's what they said. They encouraged to seek a fresh perspective, make a change, take one task that drives you crazy during the holidays and tackle it in a new way. A fresh approach just might make the difference. For example, if you dread having to send out holiday cards, enlist your partner and split the list. Or gather your friends together and you can do it all together. Be satisfied with good enough. Don't always go for the bigger and the better. When planning your holiday, advises Loretta LaRoche, author of Life is Not a Stress Rehearsal. Does the tree have to be bust in from the hinterlands of Alaska, she quips? Isn't a little bush enough? And she also suggests throwing away your shopping list. It forgoes the stress of shopping for family members in favor of sharing special moments and experiences. Maybe you want to treat a loved one to a holiday show or breakfast out at a fancy hotel instead of having a package to rip open. You have this wonderful day together. I like that suggestion to do some other activities that are about really sharing time together. And then the uh, desperate decorating. Bring out books to easily add a seasonal touch. Predominantly display an illustrated volume of a Christmas carol on a living room shelf or the fireplace mantle. Or place a basket topped with a bow and filled with children's Hanukkah books on the coffee table. Use what's on hand. Create a gallery of pretty packages by gently wrapping framed photographs or prints in creamy ivory or festive foil gift wrap. Trim them with ribbon or netting and tie it in a bow. And then hang the pictures back on the original hooks. And voila, you've just decked the halls. And then go monochrome. A brainless, stress-free way to decorate is to choose a color, red, green, blue, and run with it, says Courtney Zelmer, floral manager at the Renaissance Mayflower Hotel in Washington, D.C. For example, turn a simple bouquet of red carnations into an eye-catching arrangement by adding red glass gemstones to a vase and a few drops of red food coloring to the water. And then some tips on surviving the social world. Know when to say no. 
We only say yes to meaningful events that focus on the holiday and bring the whole family together, says Caroline Sorowski, a mom from Georgia. And keep gathering small, keep the gathering small and intimate. Get together with a few of your closest friends or relatives for the holidays. Choose to throw that big blowout party at another time of the year, when you and your guests will have fewer commitments competing for your precious time. And take advantage of time savers. Order your local deli's tangy side salad or the bakery's pumpkin pie to complement your main course. Adelaide Rosemere, author of Christmas Shortcuts, once went one step further and hosted a holiday dinner in which everything, the appetizers, smoked turkey, bread, and desserts had been ordered from gourmet food catalogs and required little or no preparation. Stick with the tried and true. A special gathering is not the time to experiment with a new recipe. Just do what you know how to do and can do well, suggests Caroline, who includes basic mashed potatoes on the menu because it's a family favorite. She also keeps the table setting simple, adding a seasonal touch with a single Christmas centerpiece and festive napkins. Focus on the fellowship of the people you're gathering with and don't stress out over the preparations in the menu. Don't hesitate to ask for help. Guests prefer to take on some small tasks instead of standing around while you attempt to do everything yourself. You could ask an older relative if they wouldn't mind greeting the guests at the door. You can recruit the teenagers to take coats or offer fruit juice. And kids, well, they like to direct guests and they might like to help people find the buffet table or you could offer them hors d'oeuvres. And then there's the shopping showdown. Go with a game plan. Log on to your local mall's website and download a map and directory of the stores before you go. Plot your path and make a list of present, uh, potential presents. While at the mall, you could avoid those excessive browsing, excessive browsing because it can click quickly, quickly eat up your available time and not to mention your available money. And lastly, always bring along advertising circulars in case there's a question about an item's availability or price. Bring only the essentials when you go shopping. Since you'll be hauling shopping bags by the end of the day, consider carrying your wallet and adds in a zippered waist pack or a small light handbag. And you can tuck your receipts in one place. And then seek out-of-the-way cashiers. And this is from Gaynor McTagger, who is the author of Why Make Yourself Crazy, with some tips on braving the malls like avoiding long lines by seeking out a store's hidden cashier. She says, I always seem to find a courtesy counter or service desk where they'll gladly ring up my purchases. It's usually in a place that's less obvious, generally at the back of the store. 
another great suggestion. Leave assembly to the experts and allow a store staff to put together the some assembly required gifts you've purchased. Even if you must pay a fee, they can do it fast, they can do it correctly, and they can do it in your sleep. And you, well, you may not be able to. And then bring along your positive attitude. Not the complaints that we hear sometimes while we're raiding in line at the register that sent everybody grumbling. A smile or a compliment to a fellow shopper can really help, or a remark about the store's festive decorations. It could lift up everybody that's standing in the line. And then the great wrap-up. Request free gift wrapping. Stores don't always publicize this service, so be sure to ask. Seek out charity gift wrapping services. Nonprofit organizations often set up booths at malls or craft shows and will wrap presents for free. Take advantage of these services and you'll save yourself one task while contributing to a worthy cause. And they suggest stocking up, you know, buying the multiple containers of tape or extra gift bags and more gift wrapping than you think you'll need. Nothing's more frustrating than running out of supplies when the job's only half done. And you can always save the leftovers then for next year. And then reward yourself while you're wrapping. Put on your favorite video or DVD and light the tree. Maybe pour yourself a mug of cocoa or a glass of wine. And assure yourself that you deserve a treat for all the work that you're about to undertake. Enjoy yourself. And take care of yourself. Hold on to the daily rituals. If you like to read for half an hour before you go to bed, don't give it up in favor of yet another holiday chore. Our everyday practices help calm and center us. Schedule a break. During the busy holiday season, Deborah Wanger from South Dakota and her husband seek out one afternoon of serenity. Each year, the couple embark on a leisurely drive with a stop to observe the eagles that winter alongside the Missouri River. She says it's a peaceful time when we don't have to worry about rushing anywhere. But if you can't escape for a whole afternoon, then head outdoors for a refreshing change of scene. Maybe just bundle up and walk to the mailbox to drop off Christmas cards or take a starlit nighttime stroll through your neighborhood to view the holiday lights. Or make one more commitment. Donna Wallace suggests of Wisconsin. She found that adding rather than deleting something from her to-do list made her Christmas feel less hectic. One year she joined her church choir for the express purpose of singing with others in praise and celebration of the season. She says that it grounds you to acknowledge the spiritual side of the holiday. And then if you're traveling, pack smart. Tuck everyone's sleepwear and toothbrushes in an easy-to-reach bag. The first night when you arrive at grandma's house or a friend's house or another destination, you won't be fumbling around through the suitcase, everyone's suitcase before bedtime. And stay safe along the road. Ensure your vehicle's in good running order for the trip. Checking the belts and the hoses and the air pressure and the fluids and the windshield wipers. And this is good advice from AAA spokesman Jerry Chesick. And air Port hassles. Simplify air travel by arriving up to two hours early for domestic flights and up to three hours for international flights. 
to avoid parking hassles, just get someone to drive you to and from the airport if possible. If you're picking up a holiday guest, you can always sign up for that online traveler care alert information. The websites, including orbits.com, they automatically contact you via phone or email or pager to give you an update on flight information. And choose travel-proof gifts. With the security restrictions at airports being what they are, make it easy on yourself. You could give gift certificates or mail the gifts ahead of time. You could order gifts online and have them shipped to your destination. And don't forget, remember to have fun. As you take part in the trimming of the tree or preparing the Hanukkah cookies with your kids, take a deep breath and savor the moment. Give yourself permission to forget all about those tasks that you still have less to do. And then record what worked. You know, you may want to jot down any tricks or practices that went well And then you can keep a notebook for years to come. And in that way, you can keep improving your holiday experience year by year. So there's a lot of suggestions today for ways to make the holiday season a little more enjoyable and a little less stressful. I really encourage all of us to really think, what are the holidays really about? Never mind what they are about for someone else, but to ask yourself, what are the holidays really about for you? What's important to you? What are your values? What would you like to do? Who would you like to see and spend time with? What is it that you're really wanting to share with your family and your friends and your loved ones? You know, some people like to be very active during the holidays and other people like to be more passive. Even within a family gathering, some people just like to sit back and relax and enjoy watching the children play with each other and hearing the nice noises of conversation and laughter coming from the family members. So really, I encourage everybody to ask yourself, what's this about for you? What are your needs? so that you can have a holiday to remember, a holiday that's enjoyable for you. You know, many people are really breaking from tradition and don't do anything that looks like something that someone might say is Christmas or holidays during holiday time. Some people just go away on a vacation. They go away and have a retreat with their friends. It's very individual. There's no right way to do this accept the way that's right for you. So find ways to gently speak up for yourself when you find that others around you may be wanting to uh, drag you into the their idea of what a great holiday celebration is. And you can say, oh, that's great, I'm glad you enjoy that, but that's not really my thing. I prefer to, and let them know whatever it is that you prefer to do. And just to remind us all of something that Susie Orman says all the time, but it's particularly good to remember this during this time of the year, during the holiday season, that it's always people first. 
people first, then money, and then things. And then if you don't have the money for the things, then maybe you could just change what the things are to match the money that you have. So remember, people first, then money, and then things. And then always it's good to remind people that you want to allow life to thrive and don't drink and drive. That's a really important holiday tip. And another one for those of us that get rather caught up in the season, you don't want to lose your sensibilities during the holiday season. Safe sex equals no regrets. So we have all kinds of tips here on Come Back to Your Senses Radio for a stress-free holiday. And I'd like to just share a little bit of Christmas delight from Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss from How the Grinch Stole Christmas. It says, It came without ribbons. It came without tags. It came without packages, boxes, or bags. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. I thank you for tuning in to Come Back to Your Senses Radio. I am your ever-grateful host, Leah Brenda-Smith. And I encourage you to go with and follow what's true for you. Maybe the holiday season does mean a little bit more. And let yourself relax and enjoy. We hope you've enjoyed our program today and perhaps have found some new techniques that you can apply to your daily life. Thank you for tuning in to Come Back to Your Senses Radio. Please join Leah Brenda Smith again next Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.